0: This episode of the Boosie Podcast is sponsored by Zivu. Zivu is the direct booking revolution. They have got a PMS, channel manager. Uh, they've got a fantastic service that I recommend that everybody check out. Um, I've known Naim, who's the founder of Zivu for a long time now, and I've told him since day one, listen, Naim, just crack one thing, uh, get really good at one thing and, and, and focus on that. He goes, no, I'm going to do everything. So not only do they have properties, um, they property management, they do a PMS, channel manager, they've got an academy, they do everything. And also as well, they now integrate with Google Hotel Ads, which is really exciting because Google Hotel Ads is going to be a very key area of your marketing in 2021. So if you haven't already, go to Boostly, dot uk forward slash explore, E-X-P-L-O-R-E, um, That'll take you to a landing page where you can find out a little bit more about Zivu and how they are revolutionizing the direct booking uh, journey. And you can also book a call in and have a chat with them to see if they will be the right PMS for you. I'm also excited to say that Zivu and Boostly websites have now combined together. Uh, We have, they and us have come together. We've linked our APIs and it just means that your direct booking uh, WordPress website with Boostly is now straight connected into Zivu. So the guest doesn't have to leave the website to create and complete the booking, which is a game changer. I cannot tell you how much of this is a game changer. Um, It's going to save time. It means that everything will be so smooth and it just knocks out any traction in the guest booking process. So please do go check out booster.co.uk forward slash explore. And if you want to go check out Boostly websites, boostlywebsite.com. Okay, everybody. Are you ready for today's episode? It's going to be a good one. Leave a hashtag live in the comments if you're watching with us. Leave a hashtag replay if you're watching on the replay with us. And also as well, let us know where you're tuning in from in the world. If you're on the audio, if you're listening in the car or walking the dog, then just literally pick up the phone, send me an Instagram message and let me know where you are watching or tuning in from this. So at Boostly UK. Thank you so much. Let's get on with today's show. Welcome everybody to a very special episode of the Boostly Podcast. We're in episode 199, we're one away from 200 Uh, and in this uh, live episode of the Boostly Podcast we're going to be talking about Travel Trends 2021. If this is your first time tuning in, to a Boosty Podcast, please make sure that you leave a hashtag live or a hashtag replay in the comments section, wherever you're tuning in from, and also give your business a bit of a pitch and a promo. So where you are in the world, uh, your website, and all of that lovely stuff. But without further ado, we're going to get started, and I'm really looking forward to interest, introducing you to our very special guest this evening. But before all of that, you all know what we've got right now. We've got a little freestyle rap from Chris Turner talking about Bug Direct. Okay, let's get on with the show. All right, gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you very much for hanging in there while we did a little intro. And thank you to everybody that's tuning in. Uh, We've got Facebook Live right now. We've got YouTube Live and everywhere else in between. So if you are watching back on on the replay, thank you so much. Again, please do join in with the conversation because tonight we're going to be discussing some really important topics that you can get ahead of the trend and actually take action on it to help your business get bookings in 2021. So first and foremost, uh, we've got two... Fantastic guest with us this evening. Um, we're going to start with Joseph, and then we're going to go on to Debolt. So, Joseph, if you could just please, the floor is yours. Just introduce yourself, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, and a little bit more about Guesty, please.
1: Thank you very, very much, Mark, for the introduction. Uh, my name is uh, Joseph Weinstock, I'm Director of Sales of Americas at Guesty. Uh, Guesty is a leading property management software. Um, we're global um, in 80 countries around the world and um i'm very very happy to be here today to discuss travel trends for 2021 and provide um uh, guesty's insight
0: yeah thank you guesty is massive i mean the it's so big. I feel like I'm getting to know everybody at Guesty, and then somebody new just pops up. You know, I, I normally chat to Lauren and a few people, but like Omar behind the scenes, it, it is huge. So, thank you very much for doing this. And I really wanted to get Guesty in on this because the data that you must have is like fantastic. So, thank you for doing it. Sure. Okay. Tabalt. Um, now, this guy I've been following uh, for a long, long time, um, ever since 2000 and I think 7, 2017, 2018, because I was in Bali and I know you've got a place in Bali. And I, I, I think we just sort of um, was, I was chatting. So I can't remember if it was LinkedIn. I was trying to go back on my messages, but I've been a big fan for a big time. Your blog is one of my favorite blogs um, out there. Big on LinkedIn, so if anybody's on LinkedIn, you've seen a you've seen a blog or a mention or a post from Tabot. So can you just please let everybody know who you are? Um, talk a little bit more about rental scale up, rental rentalpreneur, etc. And just yeah, just, just the floor is yours, my friend.
2: Well, hello everyone. Thank you, Mark, for having me. Now I have to live up to this. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, all right. So um, my name is Tabot Masson. Um, I am French, obviously, as you can hear it. Uh, uh, I, I am a property owner. I have uh, two uh, holiday rentals in St. Barts, in the Caribbean, and one in Bali. Um, so I've been doing this for quite some years. And also, I publish uh, Rental up. RentalscaleUp.com is a website that's all about you know uh, industry trends, what's going on, and uh, actionable actions actionable actions, well, <laughs> actionable insights. I really, really, you know, as an owner myself, I really care about you know, giving insights, but making sure people could then say, okay, so what? What do I do? And I think that's Mark something you really love and we're going to be doing tonight. And uh, so there's a free newsletter. People can just subscribe to the newsletter, uh, rentalscape.com slash newsletter. And every week we send out you know, the trends, what's going on, what's new, either for direct bookings, also on the big, bad OTAs, because uh, in the past, I may have worked with one of those OTAs, uh, so I knew quite a few things as well about uh, how, how they work inside. So it's always good to bring this perspective, I think, to uh, to people, understand what's on the mind of these big, bad OTAs.
0: Massively so. And um, we can go in as little or as much as that. Maybe. maybe this episode, maybe another one. It depends on what you can and can't talk about, but it'd be interesting. Really nice to have that insight. And I just want to uh, bring up Carl very quickly on the screen. So Carl Harrison, a massive uh, fan of Guesti. Recent convert to Guesti. They're brilliant. A special mention to Tamer and Gabriella made the on board. In so straightforward, which is nice, nice to see. And we've got so many people tuning in live, fantastic, and there'll be loads more on the replay. So please do let us know where you are in the world. Please give your business a pitch and a promo. Drop your web link in the comments because you never know who's going to be watching this. Your next guest may be watching this. And um, before we get into the actual topic itself and really dig into some lovely, juicy data. Um, I want to try something and test some out on this podcast. It's this obviously episode 199 on the Boostly Podcast. We've got episode 200 coming up very soon. Um, but what I wanted to do is I just wanted to make sure that as many hosts as possible get to see this episode. So what I would really love for you to do, and we've got people tuning in from all over, whether it's Facebook or whether it is YouTube What I would love for you to do, so right now I'm on the YouTube uh, channel. Um, There's a share button. So what I would love for you to do is tap that share button if you're watching on YouTube, the same as Facebook. Share it on your wall. Share it in a Facebook group. Share it anywhere. Just share it with a friend and tell them about this episode. And what I'm going to do, if you share it and if you tag in at UK. Um, or if you can't tag me, just send me an email with proof to Mark at Boostly. And if you do it in the next 24 hours, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick one person's winner. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to pay for your Friday night takeaway. So I'll pay for a takeaway. All you need to do to enter is you just need to hit the share button, share it somewhere, LinkedIn, Facebook, Facebook groups, just share it. Tell everybody why you're tuning in. Uh, You can tag in at Boostly UK so I can see it or just email it to Mark Boosley. I'll pick one person out, and then tomorrow night, I'll pay for your takeaway. So if that's nice incentive, you can have a lovely little takeaway on the, on courtesy of Boostly. But I need you for you to share it and spread the word, get more hosts aware of this. Okay, let's get into this. So what we're going to do, the way this is going to work, we're going to start with Guesty, and then we're going to come over to, to Bolt. And what we're going to do is um, I've just asked the guys to um, bring stats, data, anything that that we can have to that will give us confidence that what, what is coming around the corner. Um, and then we're just going to discuss. And then we're obviously going to end with a quick fire question. But as we're doing this, I would love for the audience, for everybody tuning in to participate as well. So if if you've got anything that you've noticed, any bookings that are coming in, if you're if you're noticing that there's any weeks that are really strong at the present moment in time, or if there's any demographic of guests that are really booking, please do share it below because again we're all going to help each other. So Joseph the the floor is yours. Um just let's begin and just anything that you'd like to start off with and any 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 stats or numbers or trends that, that you are noticing
1: Sure, so so one interesting thing um, that we saw in terms of trends, and we're going to start with the UK, is um, essentially um, after the UK roadmap uh, announcement uh, back in February 22, we really saw a, a spike in reservations, especially for the summertime. Um, as people have more certainty um, about um, travel, about reopening, uh, we were really, really um, optimistic about the stats um and uh, if we're looking at for example the uk 2021 short-term rental summer reservation volume um that means june through august uh, we actually saw that was 36 percent higher um than of uh of the summer of 2020 uh which was very very positive to see that um and that is um, of course directly correlated to the recent roadmap uh, announcement as last month, pre-announcement, summer reservation volume in 2021 was 35% lower than what we saw in 2020. Um, And this is data that was pulled on March 1st. Um, So it's very, very recent.
0: Yeah. So obviously March 1st, 2020, um, I think it was just starting to trickle into Europe. Um, Italy still wasn't in lockdown. Spain wasn't in lockdown, and, it, and it's and it's really interesting that so a thirty six percent increase already. Um, I, I think just again, if, if you we always try and um, find the context around a stat or, or, or a number, and you've got to try and think, well, what's happened? What what is happening? Uh, which is really interesting. Obviously, the vaccine is getting slowly rolled out. Confidence is is there. Uh, we're a year into this, so we we know a lot more now. Where this time last year everybody was panicking and didn't know what was going to be happening so really, really really interesting is there um is there any any other um trends that you've noticed any other stats and is there any demographics in particular or or, or what other things that maybe you can bring from from guesting
1: yeah so um so still in, on on uk stats so if we're we're uh, deep diving into the different months in the summer so we're looking at for example july 2021 um, at a 14 percent more reservation volume compared to july 2020. Um, for august uh, we're seeing 53 percent more reservation volume uh, compared to august 2020. so we're seeing a pattern that reservations are building up, there is this pent up demand. And we think that as we get closer to summer months, that volume may increase, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is something that is very interesting. Also, the the average nightly rate. So if we're looking, for example, at the average nightly rate in June uh, 21, we're looking at 180 pounds per night, uh, which is up 58% uh, from last year, July 21, we're already at 222 pounds per night, uh, which is a 53% increase. Um, and in August, um, it's, uh, the priciest month it's at 222, uh, 229 pounds per night, which is up 34%. Um, so that is also a very, very positive. Um, uh, very positive, I think, data that is coming out of the UK.
0: Right? Yeah, now. I think if you, I mean, um, Tabal, I'd I'll, I'll love I'd love for your sort of initial reaction to that. But for me personally, it speaks that people are um, booking obviously more in advance, but people are willing to pay more. Um, for a lot of people, they may not have got away for their regular vacation in two thousand and twenty, and you know, um, I know how we allocate funds for a vacation we have just a pot we've got like a, a a holiday pot for so to speak and we just always have money just consistently goes in there uh, and that's how we allocate that to vacations and and we didn't get to go personally on our 2020 vacation so we we've got this pot and we've got a build-up so people it's, it's interesting like if other families and other people are doing that as well because they are willing to pay more so i guess if if, if you're watching at home and you're thinking about pricing, pricing is massive this year. Um, it's 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 a case of be that a little bit extra confident so far out. I mean, we're calling this in March and we're talking July, August, etc. For your dates in July and August, don't be shy. Don't be scared. Put a little bit of extra on top because people will be able to pay it. Any way that we can recoup um, lost revenue from 2020, is a bonus, so people are willing to pay it. So thank you for that, Joseph. Tabal, is there any initial reaction that that you have from from looking and, and listening to those um, those numbers?
2: Yeah, I think I think these are great numbers, and obviously, I guess Guesty, you guys get the data because you see all this data pouring in from property managers. Right, looking in the UK, so you, this is where the data comes from. So it's a real. Like, so, so what I always love is seeing like data from property managers. Um, that's fantastic. It, I think what's important here as well, uh, when I hear this, and also for anyone who's not in the UK as well, is to understand that it's when when the, the British Prime Minister talked on February twenty second, um, it generated like a spike in traffic on on websites of property managers, right? I think Sykes, Holiday Cottages shared that you know they had like two hundred percent. Uh, boom in traffic and 400% boom in bookings that evening. Just keep people have been lurking, looking for, but they were not booking. And then it was surge in traffic. But for, for people who you know who live in countries where there's not been any, where there's still very strong travel restrictions, no clear deadlines, it doesn't mean people are looking right now, right? And so I would say it's, it's, it's a sure sign that they're waiting for a signal. And when that signal comes, you see a boom. And mm-hmm. the other thing I would like to talk about as well is that Again, even if within the UK, when there was this boom of, of bookings, uh, it was it was uh, again. It's, it's, if you're not in the UK, it was the British Prime Minister talking, but it was really talking about England and Cornwall in terms of the plan, right? What's, so that's where if there was, I was looking at different maps, and there's a company called Transparent that does like maps. Uh, uses data; it's free. Go and see what they do. Uh, see trans, transparent.com, I think. Yeah. And you look at maps and like Scotland. Northern Ireland, nothing, because if you're not in the UK, basically, it means that the plan was not, was only for England and Cornwall, basically. I think even not even Wales was there, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you yeah, have a lot of bookings in certain areas. So suddenly, also, what's very interesting, all this, you see this, these borders reappearing. And if you look like this map in Europe, same thing, like uh, France is actually doing pretty okay at the moment. Uh, because we have a strong domestic market in France. Mm. Um, in the U.S., California is not doing well. Florida is, is crazy. Well, it's always crazy in Florida, but it's it's booming. So it's, what's very interesting as well to me is that uh, there was a boom, but certainly more in rural areas, in places where people knew would be open a certain date. So it does mean that, for example, in cities like London, um, things were not so great. So I don't know how many people here, maybe they can say it in the comments, are... Actually uh, own uh, properties in cities, but it's 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 a tough one. And and Mark, I would like to react to to you, to what you said as well. Is that yeah, I agree that in in, in you know um, if you have a property, a cottage on the coast, for example, uh, in the UK, but same thing in, in in France, in Brittany, for example, or other areas. Yeah, I mean, why discount? Don't don't discount, right? Uh, there's, there's going to be if if there's been a boom in the UK, there's going to be there's going to be pent up demand as well in other in other countries. If you have a strong domestic market, right, uh, people will come. So don't discount. Don't, there's no need to discount for early bookers right now because uh, you can even imagine that people will be booking even late uh, to go to you, to your place. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are in London, I would say actually the prices are not on the price side. Things are not as great because. People will be traveling more, right? But then you also have to compete with the hotels and hotels are desperate in cities for bookings. So I would say by comment on the pricing issue would be like, mm, maybe in cities, it's still going to be tough this summer. Mm-hmm.
0: We've got um, some yeah. really, so, sorry, yeah. Joseph, if I would definitely love your, your input on that. I'm just going to say in the comments, um, people reporting that they're getting longer bookings, um, longer stays, um, average stay last year. I'll just bring up Caroline's comment because it's a really good one. Uh, average stay, uh, last year was two nights, but this year we're already looking at an average of, of four nights in, in May and June. So, yeah, um, yeah, hundred percent. Joseph, I will come to you.
1: Yeah, I just, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the, the length of stay. So we're actually seeing the same thing. Um, we're actually seeing the length of stay in June up eight percent um, from last year, and it's at four point three um, days uh, per stay. Um, July, we see a 24% increase than last year, and in August, it's it's seven percent. Uh, but we're still seeing that uh, increase in length of stay, which shows basically, you know, the pent up demand for for people who want to travel, right, and they want to spend more time outside their home. So, I mean, it makes complete sense, um, especially with that, you know, that roadmap. There is that buildup for vacation. So, obviously, as soon as they can do that. Um, you know, they definitely, and especially in the summertime, um, it, it makes complete sense. Um, as for the, the properties, the type of properties that being booked, this is also something, um, that we're looking at as part of our data. So we're seeing actually the most popular are, um, apartments followed by, um, houses, condos, cottages, service apartments, and then last, um, townhouses. Um, so, maybe this means that you know you have a lot of friends and family right going to visit yeah. um which makes sense during the summertime um you see the urban locations perhaps start to to open up um confidence is restored um and and uh, people are really interested uh, you know to travel back also to the urban locations not perhaps just to uh the leisure markets and and also it's it's uh um, identifying of course the short-term rental market uh, right as being the hottest market right now. Um, so any any short-term rental property uh, that you can get your hands on for a good price in these um, in these locations. Um, so that's you know that's very interesting as well.
0: Yeah definitely I think with um, the return of events and um, I know that there is a, a hospitality event, Who's looking to get going in September? An in-person one. I think when you see events starting to come back, um, then you will notice more of this urban trend. It's really interesting. That apartments are actually number one. I would have I would have put my hat on it that houses, you know, you know, uh, would be would be number one. But I guess you know, it's it's um, one thing that hasn't stopped since March two thousand twenty is the need for accommodation for essential workers key workers, essential workers, doesn't matter where you are in the world. Uh, And I think this has surprised a lot of people just at how many hospitals bring in staff, you know, and um, those that have stayed and and travelled mostly, I guess, would have been in in, in apartments. And that hasn't stopped even during lockdown one, two, three, whatever lockdown we're on over over the world. So really, really interesting on on that one as well. And and, uh, yeah, I think that the urban, I mean, obviously right now people are wanting to, escape to you know the countryside the beach locations the normal destinations that you would you would have that's not maybe in a city but um i think you know as soon as as soon as people have that confidence again then 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 the urban market will pick up as well anything you'd like to add about to, to, to those stats you just said there
2: yeah i mean um so I'm I'm trying to play my role of the French guy who says no and disagrees with everything. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I, I agree with what you guys said. And just to uh, add a few more um, color here, as well as the uh, um, length of stay is very interesting to me because um, what is it? at some point last year, for example, you know at that time, like in March, April, we, we're looking at data. You saw length of stay exploding and like stays became like three, four, eight, 20 days in average. And I was talking about my property in Bali, right? My property in Bali, like in Bali, for example, stays were over a month on average in the market. Why? Because basically they were the only stays. So if you're looking at data, the uh, there's just a pure average, not the volume, but the average of the stays. You only had people who were stranded in Bali, what <laughs> like Russians, who didn't want to go back to Russia and they wanted to stay over and ride the 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 covid wave in bali so so i really thought last year like, like okay basically we see these longer stays just because we don't have shorter stays because this we don't have this demand what's very interesting is to your points to see actually things we do have more, again this year longer stays happening it is very interesting so does it mean i don't know right but does it mean that we do have more remote workers for example we we'll say you know what I'm planning right now. Um, I'm planning right now to stay in June in the Cotswold and I'm, I'm booking now because um, I want to make sure I have this place. They have a desk, they have great Wi Fi, apparently. I'm booking this place. Or do we have right now booking people who are the people who are planners, right? You know, the kind of people you have usually, you know, people who book with you in January, usually like people plan ahead. Are they just like, are they the ones who've been planning and booking and like because they want to have the whole week? And make sure they have the whole week and maybe closer to summer we're gonna have these like people booking last minute for like just like two or three nights they don't know and then the average gonna go down i don't know it's very interesting so i agree with you uh i was i was super surprised and um uh, a second thing as well mark you said about the, the cities i agree with you I, I think i think family is very important right this year is going about reconnecting yeah and um um, right now, I'm in my brother's apartment. Uh, normally, I live in the Netherlands and, or in the Caribbean, depends. But right now, I'm in France in my brother's holiday rental. So if you're looking for a nice place in the mountains in France, that's that's the place to be. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm there to see my mom. She's getting her sec- She was getting her second shot of the vaccine and, and people haven't seen her for six months. And I think if you have family in, in cities, you'll travel to see them. So a lot of people say our oh, family is big with people we want to stay in a bigger place to be with their family but some people want to see and see their family right so think about uh, university students coming back home or we'll talk maybe about that later but expats that's a big market expats coming back to their city so if you if you if you can market to people who are expats and come back to your own, own home country that's pretty smart. Uh, yeah. Because in these Facebook groups, that's 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 where the action is right now, to uh, cater to expats, for example.
0: I, I love that. And speaking as an expat who's trying to get home, head back to England, because I'm obviously in Spain, yeah, 100%. And um, again, when we go back to England, we will need accommodation because we're not going to fit all of our family of five and with our parents and, you know, and, and etc. So that that will be a big, a big, big demand. And this is maybe why we're seeing... Um, such a a demand early because people are trying to forward plan as best as they possibly can but I liken it to a horse race, spe- specifically like the Grand National. And I don't know if you've ever tuned into the Grand National, but it's a big horse race. And, and what happens beforehand, the horses are just going in circles, They're basically waiting for somebody to set off the starter gun. And the horses are going in circles, the riders are getting ready, they're all getting jockeyed in, into position. And that is basically what your guests are doing right now. They're going in circles, you know, they're just waiting, for are waiting for that starter gun. And for a lot of people, that starter gun was like balt said, it was the the, the um, Boris Johnson going up and setting out a roadmap. That roadmap had clear dates and people had the confidence. And I think the most important thing, like how can we give advice to the, to the hosts that are watching now is just keep it really clear. Keep your lines of communication really clear. Make sure your website is updated. Make sure that you're regularly communicating via social media. If you've got an email list, just keep... Being in constant contact because that is what your guests or your future guests will want. They want to hear from you. They want to know what's going on because if you go dark and if you go quiet and if you put nothing and don't change your website to try and explain the current situation, then they will be lost and confused and then they'll just go elsewhere. So if you're proactive now, even if you can't physically take bookings right this second, be proactive, put messages out on your website, email, social media, and then your guests will, when they hear that starter gun and they're ready to go, you'll be the first person they go to. So which is really important. So thank you for that. Now, Tabal, have you, um, I know obviously we've, we've talked a lot of stats, we've given a lot of numbers. Um, is there anything that you've picked up, any any um, bits of juicy information you can share with us? And there was a rumor you might want to share your screen. Is, is that still the case?
2: No, actually, I'm just going to go. Go uh, with the
0: flow. Fantastic. Okay, that's good go. because the technology nearly beat me tonight. I think sharing yeah, the screen might have tipped me over the edge. <laughs>
2: I think it's fantastic what you're doing. I'm very impressed by the tech. Uh, oh, thank think, you. Uh, excited, the comments. I can I can read the comments, by the way, uh, you know, guys leaving the comments. I really love that. Um, I don't know, maybe I can expand and, and share a bit more data about Europe and US. If you're okay with that?
0: Yes, please. Please do. Yeah, so we, we can get a real nice feel because we've got a worldwide audience right now.
2: Exactly. Uh, and I... And, and, uh, uh, I think what again, what's very interesting in, in the UK example, um, again, we saw different there's a big announcement, but basically, it was maybe for some regions, right? As I said, it was the same thing in the US, yeah, it's very contrasted. Uh, or if you look at this, this map of, of Europe, it's like France is greenish, uh, England is greenish, not Scotland, uh, or Italy is completely red, uh, in terms of like new bookings, uh, or actually, sorry, let me rephrase it. Of, stays right now, what's happening, uh, and new bookings. Um, uh, Again, there there are several explanations for that, right? It's like some people, some countries have like uh, lockdowns or not. France, for example, there's no real lockdowns, but there's like stronger measures um, that been put on the city of Paris or around Paris, so people fled and it booked up in Brittany, Normandy that's that's why you see search, was very interesting but again, it's very hard if you don't know the one country to be able to explain everything, it's, it's very, very tricky, so I think it, it's tricky as well, if you uh, in example, if you live in Spain, like you Mark, right, for example uh, uh, Germans booked in Spain already, but G- Germany just announced, well they announced and they changed their mind but anyway. That would be more or less troubled restrictions, so there was a new wave of cancellations again. So, again, I saw people in the comments mentioning, Oh, we do we're getting cancellations, and I, I, I'm I, news is positive, right? But then it's still right for bookings happening like in April and May, yeah. That stays supposed to happen in May, April and May, it's so uncertain that. Uh, to understand what's going on in feeder markets that you depend on, it's it's very tricky because even in those countries, I can assure you, it's not very clear what's going on. Um, and it's very, again, it's, so I was looking at data, and for example, if you look at uh, February 2021, so last February, it's data from uh, RDNA. Basically, in Europe, in terms of, of room nights uh, stayed, uh, so uh, stays that happened in February itself, Europe was at minus 48%. Um, and U.S. was at minus minus 27. percent So what was very interesting with the U.S. So again, in, there were 27% less room nights stole, sold and stayed that month compared with uh, 2020. Uh, but what was interesting though is that um, 2019, sorry, the 19, because it makes sense to compare. Because oh yeah, it's the other thing. Like if we with comparing data now, from now on, starting now, you have to compare with. 2019. Yeah, you're going to miss a year. Yeah, yeah, pre COVID and post COVID data. Yeah, exactly. So if you look into your own data, make sure you compare it to 2019 from now on, from March, right? Because it's a mess. But anyway, what's interesting here, the US is only minus 27%. So what's been happening in the US that uh, the crisis hit them, but the worst they had was in April last year, they were at minus 37%. 35% Thirty-five percent. Europe was a minus minus fifty-five percent. So the crisis hit like way harder in, in, in Europe, and it's still there. Like there's like a there was a boom in January, another boom in bookings in in February in the U.S. Not so much in Europe, just maybe right at the end of February because thanks to the U.K. But it's it's very what's very striking to me is the divergence. It's basically if you, if in the U.S. Florida, it's it's fantastic. There's like a bit too much, too many people, but. Uh, uh, this really is divergence where you see that um, I, I don't know if it's linked to linked to risk aversion, uh, you know, the way Americans are versus Europeans, or whether this like um, the the money that uh, President Biden gave to each American they're spending now in booking things. I think Las Vegas right now is full <laughs> because people are spending money there. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what it means, but again, it's what's very interesting is that things are very contrasted from one place to another. International travel is very uncertain. But the, the 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 US certainly is rebounding rebounding faster than Europe, and again in UK faster than mainland Europe, and even in UK is certain parts of UK. So it's it's I think it's very tricky. Uh, what we know again, we talk when we look at the data. Things look a bit more certain for say June, July, August. But um, my advice was really like expect cancellation still for uh, April when people don't know what's going to happen. For example, so uh, yeah, yeah remain flexible
0: i think um a, a big thing that will stay the same i know we're talking about compared to 2019 but if you look at what will stay consistent with 2020 and now is that the staycation um if you look at last year and you can look at your own reports from last year from what bookings you had most people would drive in maybe one to three hours you know you in mainland europe you could get people that can jump in their car in germany and and, and drive down um But what you will find is that that trend from last year isn't going to go anywhere fast, especially with countries, or even municipals, you know, here in Spain, we've got instead of counties are call them municipals or states, they, they, you can change their mind really, really quickly. Like us in April, we are going away for three days. We are driving 90 minutes for a staycation. We are 90 minutes. That is literally how far we are. We are driving to go away for a few days. Um, and, and, and there's another trip we're going to do when we're driving 35 minutes down the coast. So it's literally, that's how far that we are traveling but that is that is how much we want to um get out you know we we have been in the same four walls for the same amount of time and you know we i you know so many other people will be thinking exactly the same so what can you be doing to get in front of a very immediate audience and to both has already said it facebook groups you know fantastic local source of uh you know people that you could put your advert your property in front of and it's free um it is a lot of work because you're going to have to do it daily. Um, but just pick your top five, you know, go on to do a bit of research tonight. Go and find local groups. And for a lot of people, it, especially those based in Spain, Germany, France, you may have to go on to Fiverr and Upwork and pay for a translator to get a real nice um double language advert that you can have for for your local language and for any expats that may be in the area. You know, if we've got a lot of English people tuning in here, for example, and if you're you're Spanish and your French isn't quite strong, just pay that little bit, pay whatever it will be on Fiverr or Upwork to get a little ad put together and um, go on Canva, get your images and just put the word staycation, you know, emphasize all of this and utilize these channels because you're going to have to, again, think outside the box in 2021, like 2020, because a lot of the the amazing numbers that our guests are bringing this evening are speaking to that. Um, so, Joseph, is there is there anything that you wanted to just has come to mind since we've been talking from what to ball, or, or I've been saying anything you'd like to add to that?
1: Yeah, I think in terms of the tips uh, providing to the listeners, I think that it's very important um, how to implement these trends in in the properties, right? How these properties are going to stand out. So one thing that we're looking at guesty is um, how your property has become now the main attraction is the actual destination, right? Because people sometimes need to stay longer indoors. You also want to make sure that your short term or vacation rental is prepared for that, right? You want to have great Wi-Fi, Netflix, more storage right? Um, you know, you want, you want to make sure that it will be able to accommodate, right? They're not going to be necessarily out of the property the majority of the time. So that's something that you want to prepare. Also, you want to have a property that is a bit more flexible, right? People want to work. They want to play at the property. They want to do a few things at the property. So you want to make sure um, that it's, it's ready for that. Um, and another thing uh, that we see, of course, is, is providing more flexible cancellation terms, um, so people will feel um, safer when they're booking the property. And and these are things that that you can do just with you know with how you set up, of course, your listing on on the different uh, um, the different booking channels. Um, and that is, of course, um, uh, something that is um, that is very important. Um, and um, you know, and, and I think these are something that are, um, in, in terms of the, the way they book the property, the, the guest journey, right, throughout the guest journey, the different touch points, if it can be a light, light touch state, um, you know, or even completely touchless, um, it would be also very beneficial. Um, and, and of course, right, talking about the cleanliness, of the property, right, which is super important. So these are, you know, sort of the tips that um, that um, I would suggest. Just listening uh, to the conversation right now, um, you know, how to increase, of course, the the volume of bookings.
0: Yeah, uh, Tabal. Any tips? Um, I mean, you give so many great advice via the blog. Is there anything that, that comes to mind on some actionable advice that that people could be doing right now that that we haven't mentioned already?
2: Um. I mean, level all tips. They're great. Um, so yeah. I'm trying to add something to that. Uh, <laughs> so I will, I will start talking about the OTAs, I know, uh, and then go about book direct. What I mean by OTAs here, what's important is that if you're in the UK, in the US, or France, for example, you probably have seen on TV or YouTube a, a huge ad campaign uh, from Airbnb. And also in, in French market, I see a lot of ads on verbal or slash home away. Mm-hmm. Um, so what it means again is means that these these people are spending these big platforms are spending a lot of money right now to do just what we're talking about right now, right? They know that um, they want to be ready for the moment the wave comes. So it does mean to exactly to to Mark's point, just point that your listing, if you have a listing on Notion, better be ready, right? Uh, if you if you have installed set up like a desk for people to uh, do work remotely. I'd better be able to see that photo, right? This desk, this. I'm mean, right now. I'm sitting like on a, on a on a kitchen in the kitchen. Like the the, the laptop is a, is on a fondue set. I swear it's true. And my microphone is in a tea box. I love my brother. I can deal with that. But frankly, I'm like, ah, oh, come on. you could, could do better. <laughs> it's not the best. Uh, but uh, again, update your your photo should be ready. Um, for example, with any kind of new feature you have, right? Um, same thing for the pricing. Uh, that should be ready again. And if you go to, I was, I was updating my Airbnb listing yesterday. I was shocked. I mean, I forgot there was some stuff. I, I, they've introduced like new filters, new loads tick boxes. of new
0: filters. Yeah.
2: I had I, I not ticked boxes, so yeah, they have all, all kind of new thing. I have to tell them we have a from the hot tub to the brand of shampoo. Okay, maybe it's overkill, but all anything they want me to give them, I know they've tested this on the platform. That they know that this kind of information can convert better. So it's not like re- they're just not like randomly asking you for things. They know what they're asking you for. So again, so let's reverse it, reverse engineer this. Look at what they're asking you, like what are the new things that Airbnb or verbal or booking has introduced, right? They're asking you more information about uh, a desk or more things about exactly your point. You you offer self check-in. This information you should have on your website, right? If I'm coming direct to your website, I, I kind of need you to tell me this because the platforms, I kind of need you to tell you this, right? If you look at the Airbnb ads as well, looks like it's about entire homes, looks like it's about reconnecting with friends and family. And for example, on our blog, really talking more on our, our Instagram account. We're talking about people reconnecting for yeah. properties, f- friends and family, you know, finally uh, come with your, your your friends or your your group kids, and you're going to be together in this house, and you're going to be cooking together and enjoying life. So, again look at the platforms update your listings but also take inspiration from them to for your own benefit uh, the other thing i wanted to say tell mention is instagram in my case so for saint Bart's, uh, i have a domain name stbart.com, uh, and the instagram account to go with it and right now every day we have plenty of people asking us questions about when will the island reopen so as you can imagine right, there's a lot of people who want information right now about travel restrictions when they're going to be lifted, so and I see a lot of some property managers dancing around information, not wanting to talk about bad news on their social media. But I, I disagree. I mean, I would be looking if I have my plane ticket in hands. I want to know when the island will be open. Uh, so it's very interesting, and it's 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 a moment where you you can um, uh, make a difference. With your own properties and say, hey, I know what's going on in the market. I'm a I'm a local or have properties there, and let me help you. So again, and that's the big brands can't do this. You can do it. So again, for for the whole for the direct bookings, that's so a tip. At, at yeah. least it's it's working for us. We have more people now subscribing to our newsletter coming from Instagram feed because of that.
0: I um I think the big the big takeaway is the word reconnect. And again, if Airbnb is spending millions on this message, then you know, success leaves clues at the end of the day. They wouldn't be investing so much money into this ad campaign, focusing on the word of reconnection, focusing on families and, you know, multiple families coming in and, and, and staying together, etc. If they didn't see that in the trends in their data and they get a lot of data. So again, it's, it's how can you relay that to your messages? And again, even if you are, if you've just got um a two bed flat for example an apartment don't discredit that because there will be somebody in your area in your town who needs to have or wants to have maybe their son or daughter or or you know auntie uncle whatever come into the town and they don't want them to stay with them you know they they need a place for them to stay so you can still have that re- reconnect message but and even if you even if you don't have a massive house for, so, so to speak you know it's 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 still one that i think we can definitely agree on. And the most important thing is to talk about it. Um, don't shy away from it. Talk about it. Actively communicate about this and your future guests will love you for it. Like When they're just waiting for that starter gun. that's all they're waiting for. And as soon as they get that, then you'll be the first one that they come to. So thank you very much. And one more thing about Airbnb. We talked about all of the new um, listings and amenities they've added. One thing that I noticed last night is that um, in the Wi Fi section, they've now changed that. So, where you put your speed in. So, we're talking about workations, we're talking about work away. Um, you actually put your speed in. And I remember Brian Chesky being on a podcast at the back end of last year, the final quarter of last year. It was on how I built this. And he said that they are working on in the filters um, having. Wi-Fi speed is one of the sliding scales that people can choose from, because again, they're just going at what their guests are telling them, the data is telling them. So if you have got really good Wi-Fi, now is the time to shout about it. Why? Because so many people are looking to work away. Um, I was just on a webinar with David Jacoby from Hostfully, the, the digital guidebooks, and Um, He has spent out of the last 12 weeks, he has spent nine weeks on and off because he's got building work going on in his house, traveling around. His kids are doing virtual learning. Him and his wife have got working from home and they didn't need to be in their house. He was traveling around the deserts and whatnot and he was working away. And his family is not the only one. There's so many people doing this. So that trend is definitely going to stick around. Staycations, workcations, and just make sure your property is ready for it. And like Tabalt said, really super simple. Designate an area. um, Doesn't have to be much. Just stage it differently and put like a little work desk in. Make it look like a work desk and then take a picture of it and have it as your second picture on Airbnb. Have it as your second picture on booking.com. Have it as a main post on your social media and talk about it. Talk about the benefits of what you do. And again, you're just going to be available to so many more potential bookings because that's what they're looking for. Joseph, um, before we go into quickfire questions, I'll leave the final words to your good self. Uh, anything you'd like to add or anything you'd like to bounce on the top of, of what we've just said?
1: Yeah, sure. I just wanted to talk about the the specific personas that that we're expecting, and, and this comes up from our recent uh, survey of uh, more than uh, five hundred uh, participants um, from from the uh, hospitality industry. Um, so the first persona that we're talking about are, are travelers that are looking to reunite with with friends and family. Um, we're looking at an, an, another persona that is uh, basically revenge travel. Uh, right the the you know, the future surge in in travel, um, you know due to you know, the cabin fever um, that has caused because of of the pandemic. Um, and and also, you know some some travelers are just looking at it. obviously a change of scenery. Um, uh, some travelers um, would would decide to travel, of course, for business uh, reasons, but much less. Um, but we're also seeing these, you know change, of patterns also in terms of the traveler and the traveler and and the traveler persona which is very very interesting and also based on that you can make the the necessary uh changes right or or updates if it's to the listing if it's to you know the advertising um strategy and and um and so on
0: Awesome. Thank you. And I'm going to leave with the audience comment for well, probably my favorite comment of the day. Uh, again, from Caroline, uh, my neighbor always books her mother-in-law to stay with us. She can't actually has a spare bed, but can't cope uh, with her. That's fantastic. <laughs> I uh, I absolutely love that. So thank you very much. And again, in the comments, um, if you've got any takeaways from Uh, this podcast tonight this this episode tonight please do leave it in the comments even if you're watching back on on the live whether it's YouTube or Facebook and and I will go and pick them up but um, as we always like to do I love to finish off roundtables with quick fire questions and um, I have pre-warned Tabal and Joseph with us. I have given them the questions, uh, but it's, it's good because we get to find out a little bit more about our guests. Uh, we give fantastic hospitality advice, but it's nice to dig in a little bit deeper and find out more about them. And of course, I would love every single one of you tuning in to join in as well. Uh, so the first one, Joseph, I'm going to come to you first and then we'll do tobal So the first one is, in the last five years, uh, what have you changed your opinion on or mind on? So what what opinion did you have five years ago and over the last five years you have changed it? We'll go with Joseph Vinterbalta.
1: Yeah, so I, I think that um, the, the, the most important, I think, event over the last five years that made me really, um, I would say, change my opinion or be more stronger of it as well is, you know, I was just surprised how uh, we are, you know, resilient Um, as an industry, um, as a society, in the face of um, so much uh, uncertainty, especially, you know, due to the global pandemic. um, And we really managed to accommodate our lives to this, um, you know, new normal that I believe most of us has never experienced before. And, um, you know, I just find it very remarkable. um, and, And I'm very hopeful about the future. So,
0: I like that, nice that would be a nice yeah. rousing message, very nice, love it. Thank you, to The yeah. floor is yours.
2: Um, well, I think probably I I thought there'd be no room for a kid in my life. And <laughs> yeah, mm. Mark, you <laughs> how many do you have again?
0: Okay. I've got three, they just keep coming, yeah, they just, just keep arriving. Right. I can't <laughs> stop them, <laughs>
2: yeah. So it's a, it's a big thing, I mean, and then uh, yeah, you know, um complicated story but my partner and I uh, uh, is a dad and uh, there we are so it's um, you know things change so it's uh, wow. uh, it's interesting so you never know you never know
0: wow wow yeah the, 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 these these things called children they change everything <laughs> they <laughs> change everything especially sleep I've never slept I haven't slept in eight years so fantastic <laughs> <laughs> alright let's move that on to the so next true. yeah <laughs> let's move on to the next one what uh, What absurd, crazy or fun thing do you like to do that others think may be crazy? For example, guilty pleasure. And I put mine example uh, in the Google Doc. So um, in the magazines, and, sorry, in the supermarkets, at the checkouts, you always get those trashy magazines, gossipy magazines. I don't know what it is, but I absolutely love reading them. My wife used to buy them, and I just used to just scroll for them. I just love them, and I still keep that trend to this day. I cannot resist looking at you know gossip, celebrity stories, and, and all that jazz. So that that's mine. Uh, we'll go to Bolt first, and then we'll go... Joseph second. So is there any guilty pleasure? I think is what you call it. I don't know. I don't know what the French version of it is guilty pleasure is, but is there anything that that you like doing that others think are crazy?
2: No, we're we're a Catholic country. So we're all about guilt and pleasure. Um, (laughs) uh, I think to me, it's, it's pretending I'm doing social media research and trying to understand the YouTube algorithm when basically I'm just following random videos and trying to see where i'm landing like last night i was watching videos about christian fundamentalists in the us wow how do you get down that rabbit hole (laughs) yeah but then i would pretend i just wanted to study the algorithm
0: yes that is is true so um talking about youtube is there any any channels that you like watching is there any any um people that you like to to tune into on, on on youtube when it's not hospitality or not christian fundamentalists and things like this
2: so beyond the Boostly uh, channel, yeah, uh, the channel as well. of course. Um, yeah, well, yes, yes, yeah, this this guy who's French and Japanese, he's uh of two cultures and uh, like Japan. It's always like you know, anyone who's speaking about being of two cultures and explaining difference from one country to another, mm-hmm. I find it fascinating. I think maybe because if you have two cultures or an expat, it's something you like, and it's yeah, I think this, uh. These uh, this guy's, uh, yeah, it's kind of things I like as well, because I'm, I'm kind of like, yeah, I of, kind of relate to a few things. It's, and you're learning about another country. So and you've
0: yeah. traveled a lot and you, yeah, I like that. Fantastic. Okay. Joseph, before we, um, go on to your guilty pleasure, is there any YouTube channels that you like to check out any, any, and you, are you a YouTube fan? You know, did you watch it? Do you tune into it?
1: I, uh, I'm more of a podcast fan, um, on Spotify. Um, and, um, I love, uh, business and technology podcasts. Okay. Um, so for example, there is a very interesting, uh, podcast from, uh, Scott Galloway. He was a professor in NYU and he talks a lot about technology, about business. And he's, um, very interesting, um, Recode, there are different type of podcasts, but that's, you know, that would be right now, uh, top of my list.
0: So um, do you ever tune into things like Masters of Scale or things like that with yeah. Reid Hoffman? Yeah,
1: yeah. one of my, yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah,
0: yeah it's a very good podcast. I'm a big, big podcast fan as well. So I love it. I will check out Scott Galloway. Okay, so let's, we're not going to get past this one. The, your guilty pleasure. What, what is it? What the absurd, crazy thing that other people think is mental that you love doing?
1: Yeah, so uh, you know, I, I connected it actually to travel to make it interesting. So as a kid I used to actually collect different things. So I used to le- collect uh, you know, coins, stamps, obviously everyone collected sports cards, right? Um and recently the last few years, um every place I visit, I like to collect memories from that place. Um so for example, um, I went to uh, Prague and I visited a gallery that showed Andy Warhol. Um, and, and so I had to save that ticket for the gallery. Yeah. Um, or, for example, I went scuba diving in Catalina in Island, just off of California coast and um, uh, near Los Angeles. And I just had to hang on to the brochure. Yeah. So I, these are just little things that I like to do. Um, you know, um, a, a key card from a boutique hotel. So it's just all kinds of things that I like. And it's just, uh, you it hang became on to a it. habit the last few years. Yeah.
0: Well, a, a special mention so. to Woolley, Helen Woolley, of Compe- uh, who, who is literally in Compe- uh, we, kept, we went to stay with her last year. And she packed off uh, my boys with a fridge magnet of the property of, of Villa Andalusia. And that is still on our fridge. So again, if like hosts are thinking about turning guests into super fans, right there, like what Joseph said is so true. You people like to hold on to memorabilia. And we're in the industry of making memories, right? So um, exactly. what can you do to, even when somebody's left your property, that's a really nice little tip for everybody. And, and again, it costs very little to do and it's got lasting impacts i, I do like that so also, basically how can
1: you get how can you get connected how can you connect mm. your property to the destination i i think it's a great point right so if you have that memorabilia in your property it's sort of it's it's i think it's distinctive and it's it's special yeah
0: yeah my my boys at the moment i've got an eight-year-old a five-year-old and a two-year-old but the five-year-old and the eight-year-old are mad on pokemon they are going through the pokemon card fascination right now so they are they are all in on their collectibles right now at the moment and and in 20 30 years time they'll probably be doing the whole nft and cryptos and all that malarkey but no that's, that's very very cool so moving on to the final question and again i'm not seeing anybody in the comments telling me what your guilty pleasures is so who's going to be the brave one to do it first but um the final question and whenever I ask this question to our guests, it always leads down to travel one, but I'd be interested to see if we've got any alternatives. So we'll come back to Joseph first and we'll finish with Tobold. So what is in the next year? Um, so the rest of 2021, dipping into 2022, in the next year, what are you most excited about? We'll start with Joseph and we'll go to Tobold.
1: Yeah. So again, I'm I'm very excited about different things that are happening in our industry. Um, So one thing that is is very exciting is just, you know, looking forward and seeing, you know, the continued resilience of of entrepreneurs in the industry um, and how they built their business within our, you know, ecosystem, um, how it's becoming more uh, decentralized um, and how we see that sort of more of a, a democratic ecosystem, so to speak um and and also you know in it it really shows how you know flexible uh the short-term rental ecosystem is and um you know i think i'm very optimistic about the future i think there is a a very bright future um for the short-term rental industry um vacation rentals and especially for these entrepreneurs so that's i think that is very exciting and um, you know, and we see them, our, right? Our users. We we talk to them every day. Yeah. Um. So I think that's very very impactful.
0: It's the one thing I love about uh, Guesty is that you just got such a good communication with your um, customers. It's always something that I've loved. And and any event show or talk uh, 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 when I've been talking at a conference or whatnot, the Guesty booth is always full of people because they just want to come over and, and say hi. So that is a big compliment to the to the um, community that you've built over these years. So well done, I love that. Thank you very much. Uh, Tabal, moving on to yourself. Um, what is your most favorite thing that you are looking forward to doing in, in the next year?
2: I'm gonna say two things, sorry about that. That's fine. <laughs> one, thinking to that, um, I look forward, I mean, I'm really enjoying this experience right now. Great job, Mark, with this, you know, uh, talking, I love the chat, I love the comments, I'm looking at the comments. Uh, what I'm missing in this sense of community in real life. So I'm really looking forward to the first events uh, coming back. Uh, to see you all guys and, and talk about this because the uh, industry I like. Um, but second, the thing I had in mind, uh, really what I prepared was also to say, well, I'm looking forward to, We right now in St. we've so we've uh, destroyed and rebuilt our home, basically, because there was a big hurricane two years ago, mm-hmm. going two things, and we patched it. It's, it was okay, but it was like, okay, we had to rebuild it. So we spent last year rebuilding the house. It's launching this week. <laughs> which is fantastic the island's closed for tourists <laughs> uh fantastic we all relate to this yeah Um, yeah so i'm uh, looking for i look for i look forward to actually staying in my own home <laughs> in, the, in the coming uh weeks uh yeah that's something i look forward to the house is ready and I've, i got my ex is fantastic it's been doing good job uh, handling the last uh, the finishing works but uh yeah i look forward to, to uh, Going back to the island, seeing the house, and uh, just looking at this fantastic view we have, and feeling home—I miss oh, that. Amazing. I have
1: to—I have to add that I'm looking forward to in-person events. I'm—I'm I'm looking forward to meeting everyone in person. Um, I have to say that because it's this is really something that I'm also excited about. So, yeah. you know, the sooner I, the better.
0: I think that I, I've said this to a couple of and the people that are organizing the September event um, in um, in London. I've said to them, like. I think the first event company, the first conference, the first expo that, that gets the timing right will be the, the most talked about, the most popular event going. It'd be the best PR because I think everybody's just ready for it now. Um, I love doing podcasts. I love doing virtual podcasts. I love doing this, but I've never been more excited to be able to speak on a stage and get to meet people and, and do all those things. Um, and I used to not like it. I used to despise it. <laughs> I used to shy away from it, but now I'm just ready to. I just really want to do. it, I really want to get out and see people again because you're right. You know, we've been sort of um, slowly having to revert to this Ready Player One world. If you've read the book or had the audio, but or seen the movie, we're just being sort of reverted to that by just being in in, in homes and stuff. So yeah, it'd be good to see people and and um, really, you know, what this industry is all about is hospitality. And just to be able to be hospitable and to see and travel and see everybody around the world, so yeah, thank you very, very much. And again, everybody in the comments, thank you for for, for joining in. And and um, you know, and if you've got any questions um, directly to our guests, I'm going to give them a little 30 second pitch where they can talk about the the product and the business, and you can go and find out more. So we'll start with uh, Joseph, and then we'll come to to Bolt, and then what we'll do is we'll sign off. So. Anybody wants to find out about Guesty, Uh, Joseph, where is the best place for people to go?
1: So obviously you can go to um, Guesty.com, our website. Um, There you can learn everything about our um, features, our solutions, our marketplace partners. Um, You can learn everything about, uh, of course, Guesty. Um, And of course, you can request also a demo um, with us uh, to explore the platform uh, further um, and also to learn about any type of upcoming events, uh, virtual and in person, um, that would be the best place for you guys to learn about guesting.
0: Fantastic. Thank you. And Tabal, YouTube channel, podcasts, blogs, uh, it's all there.
2: Yeah, exactly. So let's make it simple. If you go to rentalscaleup.com, especially to rentalscaleup.com slash newsletter, you can just sign up for free to newsletter and every week you get some of what we talked about tonight, like, you know, uh, industry trends, what's going on, Europe versus US, but also super actionable stuff like, okay, what's going on at Airbnb? That's new. Go update this this week. So um, yeah, that's, that's it. And, and if you want to contact me, just, Go on LinkedIn. Uh, Spock I'm pretty active there. Yeah. Um, just uh, send me a message and um, I'm super happy to chat.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much, gents. It was a pleasure. Uh, I just want to say a special um, hello to Vince from Vinny from Uplisting. He was meant to join us, uh, but he had a baby like literally in the last 24 hours. So congratulations. uh, And um, I'm looking forward to seeing all of the pictures. And to everybody that's tuned in, thank you so much. It means the world. Don't forget, if you're watching this at any point, On the replay, you've got 24 hours to do this, but just share this video. So grab the YouTube link or the Facebook link and share it into LinkedIn, Facebook, Facebook groups, and just tell the world of hosts out there that there are people helping to come out of this, not only surviving, but thriving on the other end. And if you do, tag me in it at Boostly UK or take a screen grab, email me, mark at Boostly.co.uk tomorrow tomorrow lunchtime, what I'll do is I'll just pick somebody at random and I'll pay for your takeaway tomorrow night. So from me to everybody that's tuning in, thank you so much for being part of this uh, live event. Thank you so much for, for joining us today, guests. And we're going to finish with um, me just basically saying thank you to every single one of you and bringing a few up on stage and just sharing some of your comments. So thank you very much. And we shall see you all when we see you all.